I saw this a lot when I was in network marketing, right? The great thing about network marketing is there's a system that's duplicatable, but it often turned into people just imitating and regurgitating the same things they heard over and over. They didn't actually embody leadership. They embodied somebody else's leadership. They embodied imposter syndrome. They embodied something that wasn't their own. And it would frustrate me because I'm like, gosh, you are so talented. You don't need to copy and paste something from somebody else just because you know the steps like doesn't make you the expert. You have to actually do them. Hello, my love, and welcome to the Boldly Courageous podcast. My name is Melissa Martin. I am a business and embodiment coach and creator of the Boldly Courageous community. Just like you, I've walked through some dark seasons in life, and I know what it's like to start over again and write a new story. This podcast is here to activate you to show you what's possible when you embody your power and walk with courage and fear in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. Each week, you will hear authentic conversations with thought leaders and visionaries as we dive deep into topics such as spirituality, business, money, relationships, sexuality, and so much more so that you can fully embody your boldly courageous self. Are you ready? Let's drop in. Hey, real quick before we dive into the episode, I need to let you know about something really, really special to me. So if you're anything like me and you've had this calling on your heart to start a podcast, but you have no idea where to start, I want to introduce you to the incredible team that I have worked with literally from day one of launching Boldly Courageous over at Podcast & Co. They have just released a self-paced course called Launch Your Fucking Podcast. This program will literally take you through step-by-step step of launching your podcast from start to finish. You will learn everything about how to create and find the foundation and mission of your podcast, how to come up with the perfect name, get super clear on your audience and the structure of your show. Also, you will learn how to record, how to produce, how to edit, and also hosting, music, creating the perfect cover and building a successful launch strategy. Basically, by the end of the program, you will have launched a podcast that feels authentic and expansive to you, labeling you as the expert that is ready to impact and grow your audience in whatever phase of life they may be at. So all you have to do is go to the link in the show notes, use code boldly courageous at checkout, and you will get a hundred dollars off the launch your fucking podcast course. So now let's jump into the episode. Hello, my love, and welcome back to the boldly courageous podcast. Happy Friday. How is your heart? How is your energy? How is your soul today? Have you paused yet to just take a moment and actually check in to ask yourself, like, how am I? I feel like sometimes we are so caught up in this world of just go, 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 go from one thing to the other, to the next, to the next. It's so easy to bypass how we're feeling or maybe you have a fear that if you actually did slow down and just paused for a moment and actually did check in that maybe you wouldn't feel safe or have the space or the capacity to actually acknowledge and witness and hold whatever it is that you are feeling and 
this work, this ability to check in with ourselves and go inward and be honest about the tension that we're holding, the pain that we're holding, the grief that we're holding, the anxiety that we're holding, this work, this willingness requires a deeper level of devotion, a deeper level of self-awareness, self-regulation, self-care, self-love, self-honor than most of us have been taught to do. We've been taught our whole lives not to acknowledge our feelings. We've been taught that it's not okay to be angry, that it's not okay to be sad or to experience grief because it makes other people uncomfortable. Other people want to fix it. Other people want to jump in and solve it. We don't want to be that oddball out in the room that's crying or that's has to remove ourselves from a situation or the Debbie Downer. And so our whole lives, we're taught not to honor the feeling. We're taught to abandon our actual experience. We're taught to abandon ourselves for sake of others. So my question to you today is, how are you feeling? How are you really? Just take a moment and let that land. Today, I'm sitting in a space of feeling waves of grief and sadness and also feeling waves of excitement and joy and gratitude, waves of pleasure and waves of a little bit of anxiety and fear. I'm actually feeling all of it today. (laughs) And that's okay normalizing normalizing the experience of emotion is is the work right so we can literally go from being sad and feeling grief to laughing in the next moment it's actually a good thing to be able to move through those ranges ranges of emotions without judging them so i'm not sad i am feeling sad It's an opportunity to check in and say, do I identify with the feeling or am I with the feeling and can I sit with it instead of bypassing it? This actually wasn't the intention for the podcast today, but it all ties in. And I think it's important to anchor this conversation and really call you forward into this embodiment. And that's actually what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about this practice or this word or this work or this destination of embodiment. So the definition of embodiment is a tangible or visible form of an idea, quality, or feeling. So if I am feeling sad, how do I embody that? Well, perhaps my shoulders are rounded over. Perhaps I'm looking down at the ground. Perhaps I'm frowning or, or crying. Maybe the idea or quality or feeling is joy and pleasure. What does it look like to embody pleasure? When you see a woman that is fully embodying pleasure, you know it. You can see it in the way that she moves, in the way that she speaks, in the energetics that she holds. It's a physical manifestation of an energetic destination. (laughs) 
Another definition for embodiment is the representation or expression of something in a tangible or visible form. Something I've come to notice in myself and in the clients that I coach through this process of embodiment is that there are phases to this. And I touched on this a little bit in the last episode that I did when I shared the next boldly courageous move that I was making, which is launching a retreat, which today is actually the day that I opened enrollment for those that are on my wait list. Today is my sister's birthday. It's April 19th. It's a very special day. And I wanted to dive deeper into the phases of embodiment, the ascension process, if you will. I mean, you can call it whatever you want, but I really believe that when it comes to embodiment, which is a tangible or visible form of an idea, a quality or feeling, there are layers to this. There's a process that we move through when it comes to embodying a new expression of ourselves, or maybe it's not even a new expression. Maybe it's embodiment of our deepest truth, our deepest self. When I think about spending time around children, children are fully embodied. They express whatever it is they're feeling through movement, through their energy, through their words. They use their voice. They cry. They scream. They laugh. They make funny noises. They move their body in silly, funny ways. When they're angry, they might experience rage and a temper tantrum. They scream at the top of their lungs without any reservation. (laughs) And again, as adults, we've moved so far away from really being able to embody an idea or a quality or a feeling that we're feeling. So how do we get into this? How do we step further into an idea of being a leader or the quality of a leader or the feeling of success? How do we become the physical representation or expression of something in a visible form? How do we embody confidence? How do we embody love? How do we embody success without faking it? That's the key. I've heard this phrase and I'm sure you have too, that you have to fake it until you make it. And I, it like, it's so cringy to me and I could go on a whole rant around imposter syndrome. I am probably going to record a podcast episode. I have had this download come through around imposter syndrome and it came through real heavy and real deep. And I'm still sitting with it because there's more that's meant to come through. I'll probably even launch a course around imposter syndrome, but this whole idea of fake it until you make it actually detaches our, us from true embodiment of whatever it is that we desire. And when we do that, we feel fake. We are pretending to embody something that we don't personally believe that we are qualified to do, or that we actually feel we're just, we're just putting on a show. And sometimes that gets us some results. It's kind of like when you're dating, you know, and you put your best foot forward on and and you put on these masks of what you want people to believe about you. So maybe you're embodying this incredible 
story that you want this other person to tell about you. But when, when that's not really who you are, you can only keep up the charade for so long. And then you start to embody your truth, which is, I have a shadow. I have anxious attachment. I tend to manipulate, you know, I have low self-esteem. I self-abandon. I have, you know, childhood wounds. Like this is all we, we embody our truth. And you know, when we embody our truth, it doesn't always look pretty. Embodiment doesn't always have to be something that is quote unquote positive. We can embody our shadow. We can embody the parts of us that we choose to hide. And we can embody the future version of ourselves. We can embody a level of leadership that we are so rooted in that we are stepping into. So what is the process? for embodiment. Well, the first step really is, this is the framework, honestly, for everything that I teach. And this is the framework with everything in my business and everything that I have created and I am created going forward. So you're getting a little like insider sneak peek into kind of the, the framework for my entire coaching business and all of my offerings. And I believe that the first level phase, step, whatever you want to call it, to embodiment is radical self-awareness. This is the place where we pause and we become really aware that there's something here that warrants a deeper level of exploration. This is where we recognize, mm, you know, there's something here that I, I need to look at, I need to learn about, I want to shift into. So this could be that you desire to be, let's say you're a coach and you really want to learn uh, how to help your clients navigate through triggers. And so maybe trauma is something that's coming up a lot for you and your work. This first layer of embodying a trauma coach would be to be in the radical self-awareness phase and the commitment to knowledge. So this is where we get into the knowing. I know there's something here that I want to learn. I know there's something here that I want to understand. I know there's something here that I want to go deeper into. And I feel uneducated in this space, but it's here in my awareness. And I'm taking radical self, I have radical self-awareness that something is here that I, I get to go deeper into. So when I think of this phase of embodiment, this is where we get into the knowing and this is where we start to become a student. So we may read a book, listen to a podcast. We might join a course or a program, seek out expert advice, hire a mentor, do research. This is where we're looking for the information. This is where we're trying to uncover the facts, right? And so the people that come into my world and the way that my business is structured, I welcome you into this first phase of embodiment through my live courses, my pre-recorded programs, my free masterclasses, this podcast, all of my content on social media. It's the place where you can come as a student. It's a welcome invitation for you to really become activated to activate your power, to activate this new desire for leadership and growth, to 
invite you into the knowingness of your embodiment. And so really this is kind of like an information gathering place, radical self-awareness. We're paying attention to the things we're becoming curious and we're taking accountability and ownership to learn and take a look at the parts of us that maybe we haven't looked at before to review our shadow, to go deeper into radical honesty around the ways in which we have been being. So that is kind of phase one. Now the trick to real embodiment (laughs) is to not stay here. A lot of people get stuck in the knowing and get stuck in consuming information, but they never actually get out of this space. And this is where I see a lot of imposter syndrome come up because it's like, oh, I can talk about all this stuff until I'm blue in the face, but I haven't actually experienced it yet. Like I can talk about how to make a lot of money, but until I actually make a lot of money, I don't really know. And I'm just selling information. I'm just a really great information generator, (laughs) but it's all coming from other people's information and it's kind of flat and regurgitated. I saw this a lot when I was in network marketing, right? The great thing about network marketing is there's a system that's duplicatable, but it often turned into people just imitating and regurgitating the same things they heard over and over. They didn't actually embody leadership. They embodied somebody else's leadership. They embodied imposter syndrome. They embodied something that wasn't their own. And it would frustrate me because I'm like, gosh, you are so talented. You don't need to copy and paste something from somebody else just because you know the steps like doesn't make you the expert. You have to actually do them. And that brings me into the second layer phase step, whatever you want to call it of real embodiment. And this is a deep devotion to doing the work. This is radical self-responsibility. This is getting into action and really devoting ourselves to taking what we know and actually doing it. So it's one thing to know that meditation and journaling and release writing and somatic work works, but it's another thing to devote yourself to actually doing it. It is in the doing, it is in the devotion, and it is in the radical self-responsibility that we meet layers of ourselves that we didn't even know existed. We get so far beyond the knowing, we get into the actual physicality of our expression, of our knowingness. We become an expert at the thing that it is we wish to embody. This is where we move from the intangible to the tangible. And it's messy and it's bumpy and it is not perfect, but it is in the action that we actually meet the truth of the, of the knowing. (laughs) And so when I was thinking about this retreat that I have coming up now, FYI, I'm going to just lay this out here. My vision for my business over the next 18 to 24 months is two retreats a year. 
And the retreat is really designed to get you out of the knowing, to move you out of the free programs, get you out of the podcast consumption, get you out of the the courses and the workshops and getting into the actual physical devotion to the work to get you into a space where you feel safe and held and supported to go into an hour long meditation <laughs> to experience what it feels like to sit with the feelings to actually journal out your deepest desires to meet yourself in the work and it requires a deep level of devotion it requires a deep level of radical self responsibility that says, if I wish to embody my next level of leadership, if I wish to embody my truest self, that I must have a deep level of devotion to the actual rituals and processes that will get me out of my head and into my body so that I can become a walking, talking, physical manifestation of everything I wish to embody. And so my retreats are called devoted. That is the name of the retreat. And it is that second layer of embodiment where we've, we will incorporate some of the knowing you will learn so much, but you will be in the doing and think about how much can transform when you are not in the regular day to day. You're not worried about your cell phone. You're not worried about your work or your job or anything that you need to do. You're not in your day-to-day life. You're in a beautiful luxury space with clean energy that's been curated specifically for you to just drop your shoulders, to be fully open to receive in your feminine essence, to be cared for and nurtured by staff and facilitators to be present and witness the power of the other women that are there that can mirror back to you the power that you hold and to learn and to integrate and to be in the doing and to be so devoted to the work. You can't help but transform. It's literally impossible. And so my treats, my retreats, my devoted retreats, which are a luxury spiritual retreat experience, is the second phase of embodiment and an invitation for you to get out of the knowing and get into the doing in a place that feels supportive, that feels safe. So you can really anchor these practices into your body. So you can really know what it's going to feel like when someone says, how are you feeling? And it's actually really heavy that you can hold that without feeling like you have to dismiss how you feel for sake of someone else, that you can actually express it from a place of radical honesty and radical truth. And the third phase of embodiment is the being. It is radical self-permission. It is tangible. It is the representation. It is the expression of what it is you wish to embody. Where you've taken the knowing, you've moved into the doing, And now you are the tangible form of that idea, that quality, or that feeling. You are an embodied woman. You're there. (laughs) But just because you're there doesn't mean 
that you don't have to continue to do the work and to be devoted to the process. So in the embodiment phase, in the embodied phase, you go deeper into the work. You express yourself in such a full and honest way. You give yourself so much permission to be that version, to be that leader, to be that goddess, to be that CEO, to be that woman in her truth, in her boundaries, in her fullest expression, in her power, in her leadership. You know what you know. You do what you do. And as a result, you be what you be. And that is embodiment. And so in this phase of embodiment, there is a higher level of accountability. There is a higher level of self-permission. There is a deepening of the experience. There's a deepening of the devotion. There's a deepening of the knowing. And there's also <laughs> higher stakes. In this phase, it's very easy to revert back to the old ways. Even though we know, and even though we've been doing, the beingness can sometimes feel big and we will be tested. Can I hold this? Can I hold this power? Can I hold the duality of life? Can I hold this level of abundance? Can I hold this level of love? I'm embodying it, but when it actually is here, do I revert back to my old ways? So for the context of my life and my business, the embodiment phase is all about the deeper dive. It's the one-to-one -one mentorship that I offer. And it is the mastermind experience that will be coming in the fall called Embodied. This is a five-month container for a very small group of women to take the knowing and the doing and to fully be in a container that will hold them accountable, that will give them the physical practices like breath work, like emotional freedom technique, like trauma work that we just can't get to in one weekend and in a retreat. So we walk together for five months in this very sacred embodiment container of my mastermind called Embodied. Here's the thing. <laughs> this process never stops, okay? You can be the most embodied woman. You can give yourself the highest level of self-permission to be your truest and authentic self. And what will happen is that you now move through all three of these components. You will realize when you are radically self-aware that there are areas of your life that you wish to learn more and go deeper in. And so you will move into the knowing and you will learn and you will explore and you will expand and you will hire coaches and you will join programs and you will listen to podcasts and you will read books and you will become obsessed with the new layer. And then you will get into the doing and you will do the practices and the rituals and the journals and, and you will do the scary things. And then you will move into the being and you will give yourself radical permission to embody this next evolution of leadership. So this is not something that operates in a static world or in a silo. We float between these three levels, these three phases all the time. 
And when I started to really reflect back on my journey and how I've gotten to where I am today and the feelings that I feel in my body and the joy that I feel in my life and the ability to be a leader who holds both pleasure and pain, success and failure, (laughs) joy and heartache, love and loss, it's these three things. And when I look at the body of work that I'm creating in the way that I desire to serve you in this community, it is in these three phases. It is the activation, the awakening through radical self-awareness and the knowing. It is the devotion to radical self-responsibility and the doing. And it is the embodiment of radical self-permission and the being. So if this is speaking to you, if this is landing with you and you are feeling called to go a layer deeper, to get out of the knowing and to get into the doing and to get on the path of true self-devotion to the work, to the embodiment, to the representation or expression of your next level of leadership, then I would invite you to join us for Devoted, which is a luxury spiritual retreat experience in Tulum, Mexico, June 8th through the 12th. This is my next layer of embodiment. I'm going to tell you that right now. I have walked through the fire. I'm still in it. I am holding fear and excitement and joy and faith all in one. Like I'm feeling all of it. So we're walking through this together. So what you can expect at Devoted, the moment you land in Cancun, everything is included. You don't have to worry about anything. You'll fly into Cancun on Wednesday. You'll be greeted at the airport. You'll be transported to a luxury villa where you will be joined by your sacred sisterhood. And we will journey together over the course of five days and four nights in the healing magical energy of Tulum. There will be meditation practices. There will be movement practices. There will be breathwork practices. There will be sound bath healings. There will be so much play and fun. We're going to do some really amazing excursions while we're there. There will be incredible women. There will be safety and support. We're going to get expressive and creative. You will be nourished with healthy meals. You don't have to worry about anything. You just have to get yourself there and say yes to a deeper level of devotion to your expression, to your true embodiment. And it would be my honor to invite you into this space. It is going to be magic. And don't worry if for whatever reason you can't make June 8th through the 12th, although I would really highly encourage you to, because trust me, there's never going to be another first. And this is my first international retreat, and it's going to be special. There will be another one in October. I'm not going to announce the details of that yet, but I can promise you that if you are feeling the nudge and you are willing to step into it and you are brave enough to commit to your deepest level of devotion, whatever that looks like for you, this experience will be magical and it will be well worth whatever the challenges are that you might face getting there. So if you have questions, of course, you can reach out to me, but if you're ready and you want to 
step through the doorway and invite me on this journey, just send me, just text me. Honestly, it's the best way. You can DM me on Instagram as well. I'm at the Melissa Martin, but text me to my cell phone, the word retreat. It will let me know that this is something that you're interested in. I can send you the invitation page for you to join. Space is limited. It will sell out and the investment will be going up May 4th, May 4th. So you have two weeks, a little a week and a half from the airing of this podcast to jump in at the abundant pricing, as my friend Jen Kennedy likes to say. So text me the word retreat to 617-206-3966, or you can just shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'm at the Melissa Martin. If you're feeling the nudge, if you're feeling the butterflies, that is the indication that this is the place for you. And it would be my greatest honor to welcome you into your next evolution of embodiment and your next evolution of devotion to yourself. I am now going to go spend some time in nature. I'm going to honor my sister. Today is her birthday. If this is your first time joining the podcast, welcome. And if you don't know, my older sister, Jennifer passed from leukemia, December 5th, uh, 2000. She was 26. Today would be her 48th birthday. So on her death day and her birthday, I always do something to honor her, to honor my life, to honor this sacred gift that we have. And so today I'm sharing this podcast episode. I'm recording this episode. I opened enrollment to my wait list for the retreat, and I'm going to go spend some time in nature and just really let my soul guide me to whatever would feel the most playful and fun. So as always, thank you so much for being here. It means the world. If something in this episode resonates with you, please share it on your socials. Tag me. I always love seeing which episodes speak to you. And until the next episode, live your boldly courageous life. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It's truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to step fully into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be so incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes to leave me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.